What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we is something that's of that sound. So we is something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. As we push forth. What's up, Mo? Dun -dun -dun. What's up, patrons? We, we patrons on dun -dun -dun. What's up, patrons? We good. Oh, that's good because the patrons was able to see all that stuff that we just did. So, yep. The viewer oh, I'm excited. We can't announce to everybody else right now what's happening, but the patrons caught it. We'll let y'all know next week. Maybe. Well, whenever they decide that we can let it mm -hmm. let the cat out the bag. Yeah. How was your day, Mo? Mo, it was really good. You you, um, sound, you look like you're doing a whole lot over no, here. No, I just didn't have to send an email. It was really good. I was really, really, really productive today. I got a lot of things accomplished. Um, I have to make some, you know how the companies give out like cards for um, like work of our service. Mm -hmm. I'm creating a couple. I'm excited about that. Um... <laughs> so uh <laughs> got a lot of lot of and, jazz. Um, this the overflow from what you not found out. So you know I'm just uh I'm ex you know, I'm I'm excited about the fact that it's coming out really nice. I'm gonna try I have to pull it up and show it to you tomorrow. Okay. To see if you like it. Because you know I, I consider myself not to be that uh artistic. Girl, but uh you know, I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, help me now, help me. Yeah, so that's that's that. How was your day? It was good. Went that's to the, good. Went to the doctor today. Yes, you want to tell the people about it? Went to the doctor. So, you know, I'm, I, I, I received 50 and fine this year. Walked uh -huh. on into it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, You know, uh -huh. with my, for those who know what happened with me, you know, my little stress situation, Back in the last year, uh, the end of last year, um, on on blood pressure medicine now, and yeah, um, for some reason, once I turned to five zero, I'm allergic to stuff now. Mm -hmm. Ain't been allergic to nothing never in my life. I'm allergic to three different blood pressure medicines that they done tried. So, yeah. So and we've just come to the conclusion that what, baby? I'm just not supposed to be on them. Okay. That's all. And so in our quest to um, eat better, exercise, live better, uh, just be better in all areas. Yeah. What did, uh, as, you, as you ask me often, baby, you want to focus? What you doing? I'm focused. You're not. What are what you, you doing? What you ain't going to do is be looking over here uh, oh, and you're... this is one of the questions. No, Don't no. Don't be asking me who I'm talking to. Oh, boy, over. you're right. That is one of the questions. However, we hadn't started that yet. Mm -hmm. But what I want you to know. I'm here. Tell the people, you know, we've we've been exercising and chronicling it and uh, showing y'all on the mornings that we don't feel like get up, but getting up, but we do, and, and no, all that stuff. No, and we were so dramatized on with leg day, y'all don't even get no videos of legs. Y'all probably be saying, "Them jokers don't even work." They bought them, but we do. We just, we just, we just don't like it at all. When we be trying to get in there and get out, 
Get in and get out. <laughs> get okay, so but out. tell them the good news that you got, you know, I lost progress. Fi- 15 pounds. Pounded. Who we used to say pounded to? <laughs> Tristan. Uh, yep. Pounded. Yeah. So I lost 15 pounds. I feel lighter. You know, stuff don't hurt like it used to. You know, you you get a couple of that them pounds off your bones. You know, your bones be like, Phew. all right, all right, we, all right. I feel a little better now. I can, you can do one crossover now. Ah, I can still, I can still crossover. Nah, no, I can't. I'm a set shooter. I sits in the corner and shoots the ball. You so crazy. No, that's I'm being straight up with you. You need to know my strength and my weaknesses. I'm not a dribbler, but I am a shooter. Catch and shoot, baby. All day. Shoot. You so crazy. <laughs> Nothing but the shoot. So I'm proud of you. You still doing stuff. I know, but I'm I'm attentive. It, it, this this is I promise you it's just something that I had to send. So tell the people, you know, that your your numbers look good so far, right? My numbers do look good. Don't try to coach me while you working on something else. <laughs> Go try to coach me while she working. Can we answer? So tonight, y'all, we gonna do one of our favorite things we love to do. We got questions that we gonna answer from our from our um followers. So. Remember, um, anything you want to ask questions about, about you and your spouse or family, um, husband, wife, the whole nine, kids, um, send it in to www.momentswiththemobleys.com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> no, that's wrong. That is right. We don't send it to the email address? Yeah, you but I thought, you was, I thought website. you was just giving the... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You can go on the, on the website. That's our website, www.momentswiththemobiles.com. Mm-hmm. And give them my email. Email address is momentswiththemobiles at gmail.com. Are we on all things social media, podcasts, everything? You find us everywhere. So go check us out. But if you have questions, um, we do answer questions to kind of cater to a direct situation and instead of talking about a very broad situation like we usually do. We usually talk about stuff that's in our life or stuff we might encounter with another couple or whatever the case is, but we do like to target your situation. So make sure you call. That sounds like a, <laughs> you sound like a commercial. Sound, your situation. Very much so. I'm going to do like, like your boy, be in the shower. Hey, moments with the mobiles, how can I help you? You will not. Anyway, we gonna get it crack lacking. Get it crack lacking, baby. Are you ready? I am. So I'm gonna let you answer this first question. As a matter of fact, I, I want to ask you this question, which I think is a very, very good question. Hold on, hold on. So we we getting ready to get started. Yeah. You ready? So Mo, hmm. I love you. I love you too. Okay, come on. Hey, patrons, did I tell y'all? No, you've been emailing. <sighs> hey, y'all. Okay, come on. All right, so 
This is a question. Um, my husband works, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. He is the most unselfish person I know. I handle all the finances, and he has never said or acted like it was his money. Why you? Why you? Go ahead. Like it was his money. It's our money. Anyway, he is upset with me, y'all, because he found out I had a bank account he knew nothing about. I've been making money online and keeping it from him. He says that his problem, he says that his problem is not that I've been making money online, but that I've kept it from him. And in the event of divorce someday, in the event of a divorce someday, he said that women keep, he said that women keeping a stash of hidden money in case the marriage fails is like a man keeping a side chick in the case the marriage fails. Hmm. And we both need to be all in or nothing. My mom raised me to have a secret stash that my husband doesn't know about. Is this wrong? Is my husband right? You ready for my answer? Yeah, first of all, I don't know where this part where he said that women keeping a stash of hidden money in case the marriage fails is like a man keeping a side chick in case the marriage fails. But no, we keep a side of money too. It ain't it ain't the woman. That ain't what we just in case we gotta run. We can't go. What we what we gonna do if the marriage fails? Go stay with the woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say uh huh like that? Because it is. And then what y'all do? Just go get your own place. No, I'm just saying he was just trying to prove a point to her. Like this I is, got it, I got it. Like it was this a is selfish. It was yeah, selfish, selfish it and was it's selfish. serious. Like for real. So give me, give me, give me your answer, Mo. Sister Sledge, you wrong. Mm. Now, um, you know, I know uh, older woman. You know, probably from old school. You know, uh, told you to, uh, uh, you know, just keep a little money on the side just in case he act up and leave. And you know, did she say they have kids? No. No. She just said she take care of the bills and everything yeah. like that, right? And yep. stuff like that. And so, yeah, love, sweetie, you're wrong. Um, because that, for me, like Hubby said, that for me means that you are, you putting a stash to the side because you are uh, just in case, you know, things don't go right. That's like you are preparing to fail. For me, that's what that means. And so since the way, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, people have free will so Mm -hmm. they can, you know, do what they want to do. But the one thing that we do and that we encourage other couples to do is have a joint account and actually talk about what's, you know, going in and coming out. Did we get did we get to that point overnight? Absolutely not. Um because I think we shared with um a couple we were talking to the other night and we may have shared on here. Um you know how you would just go out. It was nothing to come home with this you know these big old TVs and, and working all and, day and all stuff like that for and two years. you know I you know I have line bills up to be paid and stuff like that but you know he just felt the urge to go out and buy this Three, four hundred on the TV. Well, and, it was a lot more um, than that. 
Well, I'm, I, it, well, maybe that's why I was so mad. But at any rate, um, I would say, yeah, um, um, I'm in agreement with him. It's, it's not, it's not cool. And then for you to have it, l- let me say this, because I do remember there was a, uh, older lady back when my girls were, I want to say the girls were maybe in middle school at this point, or maybe no, no, I don't even think they were in middle school, maybe elementary, maybe some in elementary, a couple in, in, uh, middle, but she was an older lady. Um, all her children were grown and she did at one time, you know, she was encouraging me cause she was like, you know, I raised my kids and, um, you know, I made sure that they had, and I was in school. She was a nurse and she was telling me how she was in school. Um, and she would, uh, raise her kids. Sometimes she would have to wear the same, you know, rotate between a couple dresses, but just hang in there and, you know, things will get better. You, you know, raise them and then, you know, you can, um, you know, live your life or just whatever. But she was like, just make sure that you, she said, she said something to me and I thought it was real funny, but she said, uh, make sure you always throw a, a, a coin behind your back. And so for me, I think that that's maybe sort of what she was trying to tell me. But I feel like if I'm all in my marriage and, and, and we're in, you know, and we're, living and loving each other and growing and we are united why am i trying to have a backup plan in case it fails you see what i'm saying mm. i'm i'm not i'm not in this marriage thinking that it's going to fail so i'm not i'm not setting up a side account that i'm not telling you about and then because then that's ruining that's in essence putting the trust that he has for her in jeopardy yeah cuz now if you hide in a side account what what else are you hiding? Yeah, that just put that just plant seeds for other stuff for him to imagine and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna come from it. I'm gonna come to it in a psychological way. Um, f- from the letter, it, it it sounds like you are concerned. I don't think you're saying that he's wrong. You you gave him some 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 praise. You know, saying that he's the most unselfish person you've ever met. So it's, it does not seem like y'all relationship is bad. It's bad, right. So I'll I take this from, I, I, I would call this a generational stronghold if I had to, to label it as something. So let me tell you. So it's a story, and I'm going to do this real quick. It's a story about a ham that wouldn't fit in the pan. I don't know if y'all know this story. I told you the story before. Right? I don't know where you be coming up with these things from, but let me listen intently. Grandmama, back in the day, great grandmama, when she cooked for Thanksgiving, she had a ham. Where back in the day, the pan was but so big. So the ham was too big for the pan. So what mom would do, she would, I, I started off wrong. So what grandmama would grandmama, do? Great grandmama, she would cook for Thanksgiving. She would get the ham, smoke the ham. She'd get the pan. She'd put it in the pan. She'd cut the butter of the ham off. Plow. Put it in the pan. she cook it. Grandmama did the exact same thing. Grandmama, when she cooked, she'd get the ham. She'd put it in the pan, cut the butter of the ham. Pam. Boom. Big, nice piece of the butter of the ham off. Cut it off. Throw it away. So, Mama, she did the same thing because 
My mama did it. My great-grandmama did it. My grandmama did it, and my great-grandmama did it. So this is what we do. So mama was cooking, and the daughter came in, and the daughter said, Mama, why, why are you cutting the ham off, the butter of the ham off? She took the butter, bam, put it in the pan, boom. Got ready to put it in the oven, and the daughter asked the question, and she said, I don't know. I just know my mama used to do it, and this is how we cook the ham. So the little girl said, okay, grandmama, went to grandmama, asked grandmama, grandmama, mama said you cut the butter of the ham off before you cook it. Why you cut the butter of the ham off before, before you cook it? She said, I don't know. My mama used to do it. So now mama says she did it because grandmama did it. So she went to her great-grandmama, her, her grandmama, and asked her that. So now we go to the great-grandmama. Great-grandmama. So the great-grandmama was still living. Yeah. <laughs> great-grandmama. My grandmama and my mama say they, they cut the butter of the, the ham off before they cook it. Why did they do it? They said, my mama said she did it because grandmama did it. Grandmama said she did it because you did, you it. did it. So why did you do it? Great, great grandmama said, I cut the butter of the ham off because back then we didn't have pans big enough to put the ham in. So I had to cut it off because it wasn't going to work. It was going to drip out, all that. So I wanted everything to stay in the pan. You get what I'm saying? That's real good. So. And we're going to end this episode right now because I got to go talk to Johnny. So, <laughs> mama, grandmama. Never asked no questions about we cutting the butter of this ham off. Now, by the time grandmama was cooking, they made pans big enough. So she didn't have to cut the butt, but she did it because everybody did it in the bloodline. Mama doing the same thing, but only the daughter had enough courage to go ask why she was doing it. So my question to you, young lady, is have you asked your mama why she said do that? You said your mama said, always have you a stash. Ask her why. Because her reason for doing that is not your situation. So what you have, you doing something that mama, because mama probably was a good mama, so, but mama told you to do something that you didn't even need in your life. And now you ain't told your husband about it. And the, 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 the betrayal comes in that and it, it takes it up a level because the betrayal comes in at where if you would have told me about it or if we would have discussed it or if we, but if I just find out about it and you ain't tell me, that's where the, the door of betrayal comes in at. So that's where the seed of imagination, now we thinking what else you hiding from me? Because I caught you on this one and I asked you, now what else I need to ask you about? So that opens up the door. That's a gateway. That, that's a gateway for other stuff to be asked for something to come in. So I come at it as a, as a, at a psychological way because I don't think your intentions for doing that was the same as your mama's. I don't think that you was doing it. And it's just me doing thing. it because she was told. I just think you was doing it because mama told you to. Because if you got a husband like that and you painted a very beautiful picture in your question. 
So it does not seem that he's not abusive. He takes care of you. It's y'all money. He's handling the bills. He's doing so you don't have any griping about nothing. You just wanted to know if your husband was right. Yeah. Yeah, but small in your defense, you should ask questions. Mama, why why I'm keeping aside making a cow? Why? Ask questions. Stop doing what your people told you to do. And you you just follow in suit. Just stop that. You get held in a, a generational curse, and that's how that stuff continue to move on and on and live in your stop doing that. Ask questions. One of the main things me and my wife teach when we do marital counseling is we tell people it's okay to create your own recipe. You ain't got to do it like mom and them. You ain't got to do it practical. You do it what makes y'all comfortable. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Which means if he like to cook and wash clothes and you like to cut down trees, have at it. And if you're cutting down a tree, come over here because I got some trees that need to be cut down. I'm trying to put a pool in my backyard. You crazy. <laughs> you crazy. But what my wife said wasn't wrong. We just gave you a couple of a couple of scenarios. And my, my wife over here, she's still working. It's okay though. I'm listening, baby. But you're working. Don't you try working, to put though. me on blast like that. I'm just saying. We want your undivided attention. My attention is here, baby. I gave my r- response earlier, and then I listened to yours. But you and yours was yours was I was being attentive because yours was very nice. But yours was nice too. But you ain't giving me a chance to, and I don't think you listened to the whole thing because you wasn't really paying attention to me like that. I did. Don't do and that. The people, and the people want you to look. They want to. I'm look. listening to y'all. I'm just giving her a hard time. He really is. Because if I was doing that, she would, she would, it wouldn't be as nice as I'm doing it. You got the next question? I say, I don't want it. <laughs> you just threw that, you just threw this morning down the drain. Oh no, that'll never go down the drain. Yeah, no. The drain. Really? Yeah. Look me in my face and tell me that it went down the drain. You threw it away. No, I said, look at me. <laughs> I said, look me in my face and tell me it's going away. Uh, you crazy. All right, you ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. This one is, you're going to get to answer this one first, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. You ready? As a spouse, do you think you have a right to ask who your spouse talks to or question who they communicate with on their phones, on their personal phone? If it's someone you don't know, if you do feel like it's your right, does it bother you if they don't want to tell you? Not because they have something to hide, but because they feel they shouldn't have to explain such things to you. The fact that you say not because you got something to hide (laughs) means you think they got something to hide. Listen. Oh, buddy. Let me tell you something. At any point in time, my wife can pick up my phone, look through my phone. She can ask me however many questions she want to ask me when I'm on this phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and if I ask, this is my thing. She asks me, she say, who are you talking to? I say, Billy Bob. She has no clue who Billy Bob is. So when I get off the phone, she say, who that? I explain to her, Billy Bob is the guy that owned the company in Louisiana, and we got to do something. By the time I finish that story, she don't want to hear about Billy Bob no more. 
Or let's switch it up. Let's say it's Billie Jean and she heard the voice. She probably would ask questions and probably listen to the entire story. But at the end of the day, if she asks me who I'm talking to on the phone, she gets an answer. Period. Period. Now, every now and then, she asks me and I'll play. And I'll be like, why you ask me every time I be on the phone who I'm talking? Because she do. If I get a text message, she look at my phone. I don't do her like that. that. That's not my MO. But she, if something pop up on my phone, she look at it, she read it. So you said you want you want balsamic? Okay, I'm going to order the food. She ordered the food, then she'll turn back. Who Who is Wilhelmina? What? Who Who is Wilhelmina? They they sent you a text about 15 minutes ago on your phone. I opened it up. Girl, let's say William. That's your daddy. Oh. Now, you need to stop lying. <laughs> you really need to stop lying. You really do. As Richard Williams. The, the That's truth, your father. No, the truth is... Um, if Johnny's phone is by me, I do look at it. And if, if my phone is by him, he can look at it and do whatever he need to do because I I don't have anything to hide. Yeah. I know her passcode. She know mine. Right. It's all. But if somebody <laughs> asks you who it is, why are you not wanting to tell them? If your right. husband or your wife asks you who you talking to, why Especially you not want to tell Especially when it's your... But I, I, now, I also think it, that it comes from... they doing from it a, ignorant, like, you be like, hello... Hey, hi, hey, Miss Rogers, how you doing? Who that? <laughs> if they do, who you talking to? Who's Miss Rogers? Oh, you won't hear me talking to you? Oh, this what? Don't don't be ignorant like that. Now, but to say this, to let me let, let me interject this, baby. If there's some funkiness going on in the marriage, then. That's what it's probably that, but, Right. There's something else behind it. Not just a, you know, we've had tense moments. It hasn't always been, you know, my phone is wide open to you. If, yeah. If, yeah. So yeah. if there's some funkiness going on behind this question, then that's what's going to happen. If you got funkiness going on, if one of you been, you know, stepping out or y'all talking to oh, side people. Right. Or you've caught something before. There's a suspicion yeah. or there's distrust there. Then that's when, you know, that the cards are, you know, it's a whole nother book of cards at this yeah. point. Um, so in that, you know, in that, from that aspect, it's like, you know, what else is going on yeah. in the marriage? Because, of course, when, you know, if I was suspicious or if I didn't trust him or if there was something like that going on, um, we'd be finna about who he talking to and, you know, or this person or that person is calling his phone um, or the same for me, you know, and we, we've been there, done that. Yeah, and the questions that's came. That's yeah, the questions thing. came. And, you know, they were answered and we went through the whole shenanigans of, okay, now put yourself in my situation or vice versa. Would you want, you know, somebody, a dude to be calling me that you didn't know or texting me or just whatever. And so we've established boundaries when it comes to that. We know who's texting and calling each other's phones. And so we yeah. respect one enough. What we were, I'm sorry. We respect one another. And so we ain't even allowing that the, the the that window to be open. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. there you have it. So, so if there's some trust issues right. going on, y'all need to deal with that. Yeah. 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 If something is already funky, then yeah, that's probably yeah. But Johnny can get my phone and go in it and do whatever he wants to do. 
use it, talk on it, you know, yep. text folk. He can do whatever he want to do. I sure can, and I will. Yeah. Amen. You want me to read the next one, or you want me to read it? You read it. Me? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I need some advice. What's up? I've been with my husband nearly 20 years, and we have teenage children. As soon as we married, the sex dropped off to once a month. Mm. She said, we have teenage children. Okay. As soon as the marriage, uh, as soon as we got married, the sex dropped off to once a month. The past few years have been every three to four months. It has now been over a year since we had sex. This is not okay with me. He never compliments me, holds hands with me, or even sits next to me on the couch. We have slept in separate rooms for 10 years. When I try to talk to him about these issues, he just says he's tired. He works a 40 to 50 hour work week. So do I. He says he's happy. We have a nice home, drive nice cars. Our kids are thriving. I would hate to break up our home because I hear the grass is, <laughs> because I hear the grass is usually not greener and my kids would, would be devastated. He loves the kids and is a great dad. I feel like we're putting on a facade. I told him that I'm nearly 40 and do not want to live out the rest of my life like this. Still nothing changed. What do I do? Should I wait until the kids are out of the house? Should I stay and appreciate the stability? Should I risk everything to pursue the type of relationship that I desire? Ooh. It's been over a year since they had sex. And she said about the grass being greener, which means somebody trying to to, trying to get yeah. it. Yeah. But what, what what you say, Mo? Because I I think I think I got I got a, a, a you go first. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm still thinking. So I'm still thinking. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm still trying to You're digest. Still trying to wrap. The, okay, so let me say what I'm gonna the, say, the and then you could jump in for a year. Yeah, that that at this point, y'all roommates. Six. And she said the kids thriving. How? Because they teenagers and they know where they crazy. And he say he had to know that you and your and the husband is not sleeping in the same room. They're in, they've been in separate rooms, Johnny, and just sleeping in different separate rooms for 10 years. They have not had sex in over a year. You go ahead. <laughs> oh, he ain't that tired. He ain't that tired. I'm sorry. So, in spite of everything in this question, my thing is, I think the marriage is is salvageable. I do. And I'm just trying to okay, be optimistic. Let me, this, let me throw this in there. Okay. So we got these kids mm-hmm. and we 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 got married, we got these kids. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is so tough and I don't want to plant seeds or something, but I I know, but I'm a man. And I know. It's not like I don't think about sex. The only, I'm going to tell you, 
The only reason I would probably not be having sex if I was depressed and I was, I, I had ED and I was too ashamed to tell my wife. That would be, but I, I don't. But we don't know that. In, we don't have the right. We you don't know, have more in depth information. We just have this now, I have surface that, information. I have, what we have. I have. That's one option. Because I don't know a whole lot of men go say something about that. But even with that, I'm go. If I can't use old boy, I'm gonna use some other parts of myself to get my wife where she need to be at. But she didn't mention no ED. She ain't mention no ED. She didn't mention nah, that. Nah, the only other thing. She said he says he's happy. Yeah. But he's too tired. The only other thing I I would say is Yeah, he in a relationship with somebody else. It he's and that's what I'm saying. Just from what we're reading, of course, we can gauge it better if we were I mean, actually talking is, yeah. to a couple and so able to dig, dig deeper. And get right. off. But just from this surface stuff, um, you know, call me crazy, but I, 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 I do believe from what she told us, it, there is more to it. Yeah. Um, do I think that even in this situation, it can be salvaged? The, the truth needs to happen. That's what I'm going to say, because all these things are y'all met married nearly uh, 20 years. You have teenage children. Um, as soon as y'all got married, the sex dropped off to once a month. And then the, the past few years, every three to four months. Now it's been over time has passed and it's been over a year. Y'all ain't connecting. Yeah, there's Although- no connection. There's no intimacy. There's no closeness there's no you know it's the lord created sex and it's good in his sight and it's good period and y'all ain't been together in a year like johnny said there's other stuff it's something that's going there. on right and that's just me as a man right. thinking outside the box now i i do know men struggle with ed from either stress depression um Medication, medication and all that stuff but weight. you throw that in there but again yeah. that's not what she put in she there she did not say that but what if she don't know you right because i mean how she gonna know if she ain't they ain't having sex you right well okay so i say this because that after we got married and it dropped to once a month and then well when it dropped to the once a month i'm i'm needing to ask you well, what we doing you all right <laughs> no, I'm for real. I know. And then y'all sleeping in. Let me tell y'all something. I don't care how yeah. mad we have been with each other, how There's much we else. went through. There's something else. Or whatever. We have never slept in different rooms in the same house. And y'all have been doing this for 10 years. At this point, y'all are roommates. Yeah. It's something else. Yeah. It's something it's else. It's something else. That this, I'm going to act like uh, what Steve be like. Everything ain't in this letter. Yeah. But. There's something else. So to say, what should you do? Wait until the kids out of the house. Stay and appreciate the stability. What stability? Money. You need, to, you need to ask questions. You need to ask questions and have a conversation, an open conversation with your husband. And if he does not want to have an open conversation yeah. with you, then that means you done tried to to hit, to hit 
a spot where you ain't asked before and he ain't trying to let you in there. A conversation need to be had. Yeah. A conversation oh. need to be had. So it's something is something going on. Right. And my question would be this. You know, not having sex, everybody have desires. You gonna get horny. So, what's going on? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, because even him, not having sex, but what you doing? Right. Well, she said, should I risk everything to pursue the type of no, relationship no, no. that I desire? No, you, you got to deal with with what's in the house yeah. first. You you, you have to deal. You must deal with it. Remember, this is significant, and I'm not. We're not trying to take no. Nothing away from this. This mm-hmm. is significant, but it's 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 a eight to ten percent part of a marriage. What sex? You said just eight to ten. Eight to ten percent part of a marriage. It's important, and you can do eight to ten percent every day, every single day. Well, that percentage is more for us. This <laughs> is what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm saying. Some people base their whole relationship. On sex mm-hmm. and have nothing else. They don't have no communication. They don't vibe. They don't click. They don't connect. They, there's, there's nothing. They fix everything with sex. Can't get along. Can't agree on nothing. Money jacked up. So it's people that use sex to stay connected and fix stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to communicate. In your situation, you're not having sex. But I'm sure somebody's giving you some kind of attention that you like it. But you got to communicate with your husband. You got kids. You got a lot of investment. Bunk the house. Bunk all that stuff. You got children, relationship. You got years. You got a family. That's what's most important. Notice in both of these situations, the key thing that I say, you got to communicate. I don't care which one it is. You got to talk. He got to have a conversation. You got to ask questions. Y'all got to have a conversation. Something going on. Husband ain't telling you something. Something something going on. I guarantee it. I just looked up something when you said about the percentage. Yeah. Just a side note, because I'm Johnny's wife. It says when sex, uh, Epstein, um, it says a a psychology professor once said, when sex is good, it's 5% of the marriage. But when it's bad, it's 95% of the marriage. Find what out. I just say? Find out what's going on. What I just say? You gonna get some favors for that? But y- y'all got to, yeah, you got to. If it takes to try to get him to go to counseling, um, to have a third party to help y'all figure out what's going on, I would say put in effort to find out what's going on because. Yeah. It's like it's you've something. been there for almost 20, 20 years, married to him. Ten years, y'all been sleeping in separate rooms, but you're still there. And oh, it's been over a year since y'all yeah. had sex. It's a so reason. you're still there. So you so there's still, you know, yeah. you still feel that you, you know, that you do want some part of your marriage. And so see if it's salvageable before you per se, you know, just up and, you know, Say leave and all this stuff yeah. because something else is going on. It's something, and else. I know you know that something else is going on because, yeah. baby, if Johnny, yeah, I can't I'm, even get I'm it. Very, out. I'm very friendly. That's a whole lot, y'all. I'm that's very, a whole very yard. friendly. That's a whole lot. But let me say this with my wife. That is. Let me say this. I agree with what Johnny said about different stressors. 
um, different illnesses, different um, factors coming into play, you know, because we've actually said it about being tired and just life happening. And we actually had to schedule sex at one time. Yeah. We've, 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 we've shared that openly, but at the end of the day, if you're in a, a relationship where you love your spouse and all those things are going on, y'all together are still trying to make time and find time to be intimate and to be together and to come together and unite as one because that's an intimacy that like cannot be replaced. No, and it is important that you connect, and so and just get and I can tell you this: just getting the sex ain't gonna satisfy you if he's just giving it to you. Right. I get. I get it. You ain't had sex, but if he's just giving it to you and his body is dead and his mind is not, it's somewhere else. Then something is going on. I'm. I'm, I'm and it can All that can be happening. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So. Weigh Ask all questions. the factors, you know, and 30, like I said, at least try all, to get some help. Almost forty. Yeah, he. And it's been over a 40, year. And it's been over a year. And you mean to tell me y'all and y'all know you ain't said how old he is, but if, if y'all around the same age and he in his mid to late thirties, and y'all ain't having sex, it's something. Now that girl in me would want to be like, sis, he banging somebody else. You need to find out what's going on. But But then we, we, but like Johnny say, what you doing? But we're not accusing. We're not accusing. We're just saying there's more stuff. There's underlying stuff. And so it needs to come out. At the end of the day, y'all need to have a conversation. And when, when this conversation happens, it needs to not be at your house. It don't need to be with the kids there. Right. It need to be in a, a a neutral location, whether it be dinner, whether you take them on a romantic trip and take them to a hotel, whatever it is. But it need to be in a place that neither one in a it neutral place. It might need place. to be a counselor's office, Johnny. Well, not I, at a romantic if, if, uh, getaway. If she's telling him all this, he ain't about to go to no counselor. Well, he may, not, might not, not straight be about out, to go not on straight no out trip. like that. But Not straight out and like then that. the last thing about it, if if you think that the kids don't know what's going on, that's that's it's, it, they do. Y'all sleeping in separate rooms. Yeah, and have been for ten years. They know something going on. You said the kids are thriving, but they know something going on. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I I think you should risk everything and try to seek outside help. Before you just call it quits. I think you need to have a conversation. Because with that's him. a miserable situation to be in when you're pretty much in a almost 20 year marriage, but he's really more like your roommate and the kid's father. And the conversation don't need to be, I'm nearly 40. I'm not about to live the rest of my life like this. That don't need to be the conversation. The conversation need to be, baby, talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Have you realized we have not touched each other? been intimate you you got to talk for real for real you got to have a conversation don't you want me am i attractive what's going on let me touch it you know go wash it shake it and then some you got to do something find out some answers there's ways you can do it find out some answers the easy way is to go go get sex from somebody else that's the easy way but that's just gonna complicate stuff more. Cause it's under it's right now is it's underlying stuff that's happening in your household 
for the most part, it's a lot of stuff that you you believe you're thriving. But I can tell you this: I I counseled um, some young men who did not have did not see great relationships, and they thrived in a lot of different areas: their career, their finances, everything. But when they came to a relationship, it was bad. But they didn't know until they tried to have relationships. So everything ain't perfect. And that's not what I'm saying. But this this is something. This is a gate that's open. And y'all need to talk. Go have a conversation. Find out. It, it won't hurt to take them somewhere, get in the hotel, and then just you just have the conversation while you're naked. Just be naked. No clothes on, just naked. The whole time you having the conversation. I want you to talk to me like that. No <laughs> conversation. Just had some images going in my head. I'm, I apologize for that, y'all. This, is this question for oh, this long? Oh, yeah. I don't even oh. know. I, we might need to save that for the next one. That oh. that in itself could be a whole uh, uh, episode. So we gonna, we are we gonna put a pin you in that read one. That? Yeah, I have. Man, um, we'll that's do a long we'll do one. number two, but number four could be literally a whole episode by itself. So we are gonna save that one. Okay, so the last one. My fiance and I are actually exes that decided to get back together. We got married when we were really young and then divorced after only a year. We are now much older and are getting married again. This time, we want to get it right. What are some things we should out put in put in place? Excuse me. It was a typo. What are some things that we should put in place? Premarital counseling. Um, and we'll give you some of the tips from it. <laughs> I think that's beautiful, though. That they've reunited. Um, they got married when they said they got married when they were really young and then divorced after a year because when y'all got married, when y'all were really young, um, y'all probably were really selfish (laughs) and not got no counseling, coaching, Mm. no nothing, probably just got married because they were, you know, young and in lust. And so now they're older. I wish we knew like the ages between when y'all Get, you know, got together then in, in the ages now. However, they want to get it right this time, babe. So, what are some things they should put in place? Well, premarital counseling. Yeah. Premarital counseling, um, I think, helps out a lot. A, a, a good counselor can give you a host of things that can equip you to be prepared. It's some stuff that you would use and some stuff that you probably would never use, but it will give you things to think about. It that's married premarital counseling is is tools to give you things to put in place for you to use to actually help when the sit when situations come up. So mm-hmm. the premarital counseling definitely. Um and if if it's if it's a good premarital counselor, they're gonna get you through all the different 
major parts. Um, the communication, how, how important the communicating. Let's give them some nuggets and maybe in a couple areas. Communi- real quick. Communicating yeah. and listening are as equally important. Yeah. Um, that you're listening to understand and not to respond. Yeah. We like to say listen like to, to understand uh-huh. and to solve. Solution stays solution minded. Mm-hmm. So you that's what you do. Um, it's it's important. That's important. Um, remembering that you're on the same team. Mm-hmm. So when situations come, even if you irritate each other, um, remember that you're human and you're on the same side. So give each other grace. Yeah. Because all of us, all of us need it. Yeah. All of us need it. Yeah. Um, finances. That you're be, talking about it. Be open. Uh-huh. Don't be having no side checking account. <laughs> Don't be trying to have no side. Don't be doing if y'all. And this is my thing. Me and my wife. We have one checking account. So when we do checking, savings, when we got all that stuff, that's everything is one. We all in one. We do have cash, cash. We have cash app cards. Cash app cards that we do shoot each other a little bit of money, but um, right on nine payday, times we, out of ten. We, we you know, some goes in his, some goes in mine, but the the, the main account is for bills, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And you know, we have a rundown of what's you know going in, what's coming out, all that stuff. Yeah, it just it just works better for us. We right. gonna say that, right? And I'm gonna continue to say right. that. Now we do know people who have uh, checking accounts. accounts, yeah, separate accounts, and then have an account that they pay the bills with, right? So together. and then they have checking accounts that they have money, and then they take the money and put it in. Now we don't do that, so of course we don't agree with that, but. If that works for you at for the time being, then do what works. Some because some people have underlying reasons why they do do it. Yeah, some you people know, have for them good, and that works reasons. for them. But yeah, you and know, it works. Right, but we that, find it to be easier. Yeah, and just we, yeah, we find it to have separate stuff is just sometimes. Sometimes it's like having a a, a house with four front doors. What, what you need four front doors for? We ain't got four front doors. You ain't going to have all these this way to get in here. You know, we have some windows. We got one front door coming in one door, and that's how it works. But when you got all these different doors, it's, yeah. it's just too much. Ultimately, you do what works for you. You know, see, see who's the stronger person with paying bills and all that stuff. Establish that. And that um, changes. Right. Like, literally changes right. as you evolve and mature. It may. Some people, it may not. But again, you have to talk about it to know going into it what to expect. What are your expectations? Give each other, you know, and be honest about it. What do you expect from him? What does he expect from you? Yeah. Like, be completely honest about it. Don't try to sugarcoat it because we have some couples, you know, try to sugarcoat it for us when we ask them, what do you expect from her? Um, Well, I expect her to, you know, love me and um, care for me and and um, support me and <laughs> yeah. And then when you then when you mad, right. all your expectations in here, right? And you the only person that knows, right? So just be honest with each other with the expectations, um, with definitely. the expectations for each other. Um, like laugh often. Um, a friend of ours said it the other day. Like love, live and love lavishly. You know, don't hold back your love for one another. Be open about it be you know and do it often when you know when 
loving on each other and and because I feel like this if I'm saying that I'm you know in love and I love this person who is you know my spouse and and my you know my best friend and all these things why would I want to be with somebody and just be miserable all the time of course it's you know you're gonna have some 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 good you're gonna have some bad but be intentional about just trying to live um, a life fulfilled. That's that's good, and you intentionally are trying to do things that are going to, you know, first edify God, but bring joy to your spouse. You know what I'm saying? Bring those moments of happiness yeah. to your spouse. Moments of God happiness. gives joy. Yeah. But bring moments of happiness to your spouse, and then just enjoy life. And so when you do, you know go out and find a good marriage counselor that'll give you, we believe in one that gives you good biblical teaching about marriage. Um, you know, it, like Johnny said, extend grace, you know, laugh and, 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 and joke and enjoy one another and always remember that y'all on the same team. And I know I'm repeating some of these things, but it seems as if sometimes people get married with the notion that every day is going to be good. Every day is going to yeah. be happy. You know, every day is going to be, oh, I just love you so much. I, you know, I just want to be with you all the time and every day. And um, I'm just going to be jovial all the time. It's not. But at the end of the day, if you are committed to being, you know, intentional in this relationship about things, then the good will will outweigh the bad. Trust me. When we were listening to um, Bishop Jakes when we were... Um, traveling uh, maybe a month or so ago and Bishop Jake said you know I guess nowadays and you can kind of correct me if I'm getting the story wrong but I remember him saying like people be you know people say well we just fell out of love and he was like stay you won't go nowhere you stay till the love come back yeah um and it was we we was just I was like oh god you know I think you even rewound it for me or whatever but he was like people are just so easy to give up on marriage like and y'all ain't never y'all ain't really even been through nothing yeah but he was like stay don't leave stay until the love returns you say love gone or we grew apart and all stay till the love come back and so I think those are the nuggets that we would give you. Like, keep God at the center. You were young when y'all did it the first time. Y'all were young when y'all did it the first time. But you've aged. You you matured. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, if the, if there are kids that are in the picture now that weren't there at the beginning, like, make sure that, you know, um, y'all include them in, you know, the, the counseling as well. And, you know, because, you know, blended families do work. And just make sure that, you know, you're communicating and you're just open and just trying to live the best life possible. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think you you all will be successful. I think we hit, um, you know, areas, date each other and, you know, romance each other. You're trying and, to counsel them again. Huh? You're trying to count, get them detailed counseling. It's, but it's, it's just good. Those, I'm sorry. I'm, I just, Don't, you know. You ain't got to apologize. But I'm I saying, know, it's but a, you it's know when lot, I talk about it, it, it is a lot it's that's a lot. entailed. And but, if you want marriage counseling, you can go to www. Let me say that again. Marriagecoaching. Marriage coaching, mm-hmm. www.momentswiththemodies.com. And you can Hit the actually, console button. Yeah. And you can get a console with us. I want to free y'all from something real quick. Because in, in y'all, in the 
question you said we want to do it right this time create the perfect create the perfect recipe for your relationship yeah the right you're looking for a right that y'all haven't discovered yet that's good mom what y'all get when y'all get together and y'all create and develop this y'all right will be the right for y'all yeah so please listen to that don't use a right that word that you think is for somebody else Y'all have not discovered your right yet. Mm-hmm. Get together, put the work in, develop, create brand new stuff for y'all, mm-hmm. and then build off that. Yeah, That's what people mess up. You're trying to take other stuff. Now, some of the stuff you may take, Absolutely. it might work, yeah. but it might be just a catalyst to get you going and develop something brand new that's going to be for y'all. And that's how you got to do this. Everybody's ingredients, everybody in ingredients is different. Yeah. You can't take Johnny and Deidre's ingredients and take it and put it on y'all and be like, all right, they done been doing this thing for a minute. We're gonna use this and you will find out a lot of stuff we do y'all don't like. That don't make no sense. Why they doing that? I don't wanna do this. What's that? You gotta find what works for you. So you got to create it and develop it. Don't don't act like y'all don't know each other. Y'all know each other. Continue to grow. Know each other in a deeper way. But continue to push. But figure out your right as you go on. Mm-hmm. Develop your right as you go on. So yeah. hopefully that frees you. Because a lot of people think they got a book and they go take these five things and put it in their marriage. And if it don't work, it got to be you. It ain't me. It's, right. it's you. But just remember those things are tools. Yeah. And so, like Johnny said, you know, some of them you might can pull from and use it. Um, like my book, 25 Ways uh, to Please Your Husband. Mm. Um, uh, it is um, available on, it'll be on the website very, very soon. You're doing a little, um, a little plug. Yes. Momentswithmobiles.com. Um, or you can cash at me. It's dollar sign Deb, D-E-B, Mobley, M-O-B-L-E-Y. Um, and in that subject line, just put uh, your name and then your address and I will mail you a signed copy. It's uh, $20. Um, and I'd love to send that out to you, but we just, I, I guess I'm so, and we both are passionate about it because we want, we, we want marriages to be great. We want to them to thrive. Um, we want them to, you know, y'all to, to be happy and, and explore life and live life to the fullest, um, and have a lot of sex and laughter and, you know, or just all that good stuff. A lot of good sex. Yeah, and great. Good, and good laughter. Yeah, great. Yeah. And just, you know, yeah. And so, but most importantly for your marriage to bring glory to God. Um, and just let, you know, just, just be. How do you bring glory to God, Deidre? You bring glory to God. In your, and how in, do you bring glory to God uh-huh. in your marriage? Because I'm, I'm. I'm hearing you say this, mm-hmm. and you know, me and my wife, we trying to get together, but mm-hmm. y'all just say bring glory to bring God, glory like to God. it's like it's something yeah. that you just buy. How how do well, you no, do you, it? How you know you don't buy if I'm it. making? How I know if I'm making God bringing glory to God? Because um, before we before we get together, or it wasn't before we got together per se, because we were very very young. But what we have established in our relationship is a personal relationship with Christ. And then we bring, come together, you know, as one. And that's what we are now. 
we are one and we we worship together we pray together we make decisions together um about what we think that God has purposed in our marriage so for us us bringing glory to God means that um now that we have come into the knowledge that we are supposed to be marriage coaches. Yeah. We are supposed to be, you know, first and foremost, salt and light in the earth. And that's what we are individually, but together as well. And the way that our marriage, our particular marriage, because some people might have a, another story, but the way that our bring our marriage brings glory to God is that we put him as the head of our life. Um, and we've tried to raise our children by that, the knowledge that we have of Christ and give him, him to them as well. Um, we try to help other couples, not try to help. We help other couples that want, our help. um, that want our help with premarital coaching as well as, you know, throughout the marriage at different stages and different ages. Um, and we just, you know, we try to live again, Christ-like and let God be glorified in all that we do. And that's separately, but even more so together as well. And so all this, this podcast, bringing glory to God. And he's revealing even more that's to come that y'all have no idea about. Some of it we he's, has been revealed to Are us. Are you about to cry? No, I'm good. Some of it has been revealed to us, but some of it hasn't even been revealed to us. But we're excited about where we're, where we're headed and where we're going. Um... And because we seek him first, that's how we're giving glory to him. That's how, you know, our marriage is giving glory to him. Mm-hmm. It is. You are too. And so I'm, I am. Okay. You go to tissue right Good night. <laughs> you good? I am. All, you know, I ma'am, get all I asked was, how do I bring yeah. glory to his life? You, so. you, you, give, uh, you give others that you encounter, you give them Jesus. Um, and again, we do that whether we're in, whether we're separate or whether we're together, but we use every opportunity to make his name great. And that ain't speaking in tongues and that ain't hauling out scriptures, but it's just being kind and the love of Christ. Christ. So it, it, I'm telling you, it changed, it'll change, it'll change a heart. When it's encountered, it'll change whatever. I don't, we don't do this stuff on our own. Right. On strength. Right. If I was going to do it, I'd be upset. I quit on you quick. Yeah. But because we do it with the strength of God. And he we don't gets take the glory personal. for it all. We don't take yeah. whatever you do personal. We love yeah. you how we do. Now we are human. So yeah. if you put your hands on me or my wife. Oh my God, how do we get here? You see how it switched? Yeah, That's that flesh. How? I'm a little tight. Okay, we're gonna go ahead Sway? and go. We're gonna go ahead and go. How? I should have been trying to cry too, like my wife. I, well, I wasn't trying to cry. You know, when you talk about Jesus, you get a little emotional. <laughs> I do. I do. But, but hopefully he that gets, helps. Yeah, he gets it um all. hopefully that every helps. every last bit of it. Um and like I said, if you need if you need more help, just reach out to us and yeah. we'll definitely Render our services to you. Um, 
Hopefully that helped. Mo, we gonna get on up out of here. We are. And let me say this one last thing before we go. We had a guest on um, the last two episodes, um, our good friend Rod, and I think somebody said that uh, the gentleman wanted to ask Rod more questions or something like that. So, sir, if you're watching, please connect with us by email, yeah. by DM, um, and so we can make that connection. Yeah. <laughs> Rod will be back. Um, and, but he would love uh, right, to have a conversation right, with you. Right, absolutely, like a one-on-one, and yeah, we want to make that happen. So please reach out. That's a definitely unique situation. and you Yeah. Know, or maybe um, we can send back a reply to that email. We'll, we'll I think we got an email. Whatever, whatever way, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah, but we'll get it done. Yeah. Um. And yeah. if anybody, if y'all saw that podcast and you have questions about that podcast, um, definitely let us know. Um. And if you if in that situation or know someone who is who need the help, because that was a, I can I can honestly say that was probably one of our most powerful podcasts because that. People can be in that after something like that, trauma like that, man, that can that can stall you out in life like bad. Yeah. Real bad. And there's some people might be living in that thing right now. So absolutely. If if you have questions, if you wanna and when we get the questions and everything, we'll get Rod on the podcast and he can just answer the questions. We won't even mad because he went through it and you know, he's healed and he's still going through everything. He's healed and whole and he's making going it through. So he will be able to answer those questions from a a, a real place. So um that's it, Mo. You got anything else? No, that's it. All right. So we gonna be out. Patron, appreciate you hanging with us. I know y'all saw the beginning of the podcast for y'all and patron. If you wanna get that, you need to go to www.momentswiththemobiles.com To be a patron Go to patreon.com Slash moments with the mobiles And you can get back back, Backstage 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 passes Backstage content You can get it all You you can get backstage footage yeah. I don't know what she talking about passes. You, you, ain't, you get backstage you footage and you catch everything what you, you need to do. So Can yeah, you give me a pass? Um, we will be announcing so just the new me? thing on you gonna just we'll be me? announcing it soon. Um give it to me, give it we to will me. be announcing it soon. It you me, know how people just me. try to talk louder. This has been your man. This is Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. You gonna give me a pass? I'm his wife, Deidre, y'all. I'm going to get the pass. And we something like an ordinary couple. We're an extraordinary couple. Purpose. We're an extraordinary couple. See that? We are an extraordinary couple with extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. y'all night, night. night. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. That was supposed to be in the beginning. Go back to the beginning. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Ah! Something I'm is so wrong excited. with you. Something is wrong with you.